This was my last home game. Um, uh, yeah. Let me say this about Dirk Nowitzki. He's the nicest man ever. Watching him during a Christmas week afternoon and evening in 2016, I knew that for many years Dirk quietly had been making annual Christmas visits to Children's Health Dallas with no fanfare, no press releases, nothing, because that's the way he wanted it. Just this one time, Dirk consented to let me shadow his visit with a request that I focus my story on the courageous kids and their families and the amazing doctors and nurses at Children's. Turns out those four plus hours were not spent with Dirk Nowitzki, but Uncle Dirk as he introduced himself to many of the kids. Uncle Dirk wore a silly Santa cap. Uncle Dirk brought so many Christmas presents that they filled a large rolling bin. Uncle Dirk made sure to greet each girl and boy he visited by name. Uncle Dirk played guitar and sang. Uncle Dirk played Connect Four and video games. Uncle Dirk never asked anyone what time it was. Uncle Dirk spent that afternoon and evening bringing smiles and wonderment to kids and family members. Uh, Dirk uh, Taman uh, Turner, Dallas Sports Fanatic. Um, talk about that moment in the second quarter uh, where they were playing the video of you uh, with uh, helping out with the, at the children's hospitals and you were holding back tears. Yeah, Brad got me. Where is he at? That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, yeah, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, um, the way the community supported me from day one. Uh, it's, it's about uh, giving back, uh, having an impact on and off the floor, and um, obviously take pride in that. Hello everyone, you're listening to Victory Ave here on my team, my voice. You just heard snippets from last night's emotional roller coaster of a game in Dallas as the Mavericks went on to defeat the Suns 120-109. to Dirk Nowitzki scoring 30 points and 8 rebounds in what he announced will be his final home game at the American Airlines Center. Uh, going into it, people weren't sure. A lot of people assumed this was going to be his last season but he had yet to officially announce it. He didn't want that whole farewell tour that all the other legends have seemed to be getting the past few years. He wanted to keep it a little more low-key. And, of course, Mark Cuban said that's fine if you want low-key for most of the season, but we're going all out here for your final home night they put together. Well, first off, it was a, it was a fun game to watch. Mavs at one point up by 30. Jamal Crawford, props to him, the oldest player to score 50. He put up 51 and made it... Uh, pretty close game. I believe they were uh, within five at one point late in the fourth quarter. Mavs end up winning 120-109. Um, Luka ended up having a triple-double, becoming the youngest player ever to reach eight triple-doubles. That's the most by someone under the age of 21 in NBA history. So just a great game, but very emotional. Uh, throughout the game, they were playing tribute videos to Dirk during the timeouts and in between the quarter breaks. We saw... Um, uh, just a fantastic 
um, celebration, I guess, is really the only thing that you can call it. After the game, there's about a half hour of video tributes uh, to Dirk as both teams stayed out on the court to watch. All the fans were there. Uh, they had Carlisle speak. They had Cuban come out and speak. And the big surprise was that they brought in five of Dirk's idols growing up. They brought in Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird, Sean Kemp, and Detlef Schrempf. Um, and they all spoke and congratulated Dirk on his wonderful career. And it was just an amazing night. I mean, this man has been a part of the Dallas Mavericks for 21 years now. This is his 21st season. Um, sixth all-time. Seventh? Sixth all-time in scoring. Um, he uh, 1,500 games played. League MVP. Finals MVP. Um, 10, 000, over 10,000 career rebounds. I believe he's the fifth player to achieve that in NBA history. He's going to go down as most likely 11th all-time in three-pointers made. And he revolutionized the game. I mean, the term stretch four wasn't really a part of the NBA vocabulary until Dirk came into the league. He changed what it meant to be a power forward in the game. Now it's really hard to get minutes as a, uh, as a four in the NBA without being able to stretch it and shoot the three ball at least at a 30% clip and he was doing it at a much higher rate than that. He's a part of the, the 50-40-90 club. Uh, just, the without a doubt, the greatest seven-foot shooter that the league has ever seen. Um, one of the greatest shooters and scorers, period, the league has ever seen. That fadeaway is going to go down as one of the most unguardable shots in NBA history. Arguably the only thing beating it, um, Kareem's hook shot. Um, just absolutely impossible to defend. I remember a sports science uh, segment that ESPN did uh, a while back, but it was basically saying that Dirk in his prime, the way that he angled himself on that jump shot, even if you were within three feet from Dirk, if you had the, if you were as tall as Yao Ming with his wingspan, and he had the vertical jump of Derrick Rose, you still couldn't block that fadeaway jumper. Um, he was just a nightmare for people all throughout the 2000s. Um, in early 2010s, you know, I mean, he was still putting up 20 points a game, I think four years ago. Um, just one of the greatest players in NBA history, a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. And just an extremely emotional night in Dallas. His fans got to say goodbye to Dirk, and Dirk got to say goodbye to them. You could really see him get choked up, and you could hear it a little bit in that clip I played. Um, you can hear that it was hard for him to say, I have to retire. After the game, he said mentally he still loves the game and he can still compete, but physically his foot's just not going to allow him to do it. It doesn't make sense for him anymore to to be playing basketball. Uh, this won't be the end. This won't be the last time we see Dirk uh, within the Mavericks organization. Mark Cuban promised him that that number's going to be hanging up from the rafters and there's going to be a... Um, I'm not going to be quite as colorful as as Cuban described it, but a very large statue will be outside the American Airlines Center of of Dirk Nowitzki, and he also offered Dirk a job for life within the Mavericks organization, whatever Dirk wants to do. That's sort of been put out there uh, this past year, that whatever Dirk wants to do, he can come in and be a part of the team, whether he wants to be on the coaching staff or training or development or more of an ambassador-type role. 
within the front office, you know, whatever Dirk wants to do at whatever point in his life, he wants to come back and be in part of the organization. Um, that's always going to be open for him. Um, Dirk said that this is his home now that he plans on staying in Dallas, which makes sense. I mean, we think of him as, you know, he is a, you know, he's German. He came from Germany. He's a European player, but at this point he spent more of his life in Dallas than, than in Germany. Uh, you know, he came over, um, when he was 19, 20 years old and now Dirk's sitting at 40 going on 41. He spent a majority, um, of his life. Uh, as a member of the Dallas community, and he feels like this is what home is now. Uh, they've made a, a Texan out of him. And it's just great to see that um, I think the the Mavs organization really handled this as well as they could have. I think this was, out of all the goodbye um, ceremonies that we've seen for NBA legends like Kobe and, and D. Wade uh, last night, shout out to D. Wade on an amazing career as well, having his final home game, also putting up 30 points uh, at the American Airlines Arena in Miami. Um, I think that the Mavs handled this as well as anyone else ever had. I think this sort of sets the bar as to what those goodbye celebrations are going to be like for NBA legends down the road. Um, And I think Dirk did it um, the best way possible for him. I think it was really cool. He didn't do the farewell tour. He waited um, until his final home game to really announce it. And they just let, instead of this whole dragged out season of saying goodbye to Dirk and at every place that he goes, he was able to just enjoy playing basketball and have one big celebration at the end. And shout out to DeMar Cuban and the entire Mavericks organization for getting, um, all those legends there uh, that I mentioned earlier to show up and support Dirk. He obviously had teammates, uh, former teammates in the stands cheering him on, um, Michael Finley, um, Juwan Howard, I believe, was there, um, Brian Cardinal, the custodian, even hopped on the broadcast for a while, uh, Sean Marion, Jason Terry, the Jet, you know, members of that 2011 championship team. It was just a really special night, and it was a great game to watch. Um, it was fun seeing Dirk, just having fun again, um, not that he hasn't been, but just to re- I mean, you could just see the amount of emotion just overflowing with him that night. And it was really um, one of, I think, the coolest moments in sports. And while it wasn't Kobe putting up 60 in his final game, um, it was really, it was perfect for Dirk, I think is the best way to say it. it re- this was the best way I think Dirk could have gone out. And... I know I speak on behalf of all Mavericks fans and just about every basketball fan around the world in saying that you know I'm very appreciative of, of Dirk and what he gave to the game of basketball, what he gave to the community around him. Um, just an outstanding basketball player and a fantastic um, ambassador for the game and humanitarian. And while I think everyone knows this won't be the last we see of Dirk, involved in basketball in one way or another um it's it's bittersweet to to see his career come to an end after all these years and it's going to be very strange to not have him on the team next year um i remember when kobe retired it was really weird not having kobe in la after 20 years and now dirk after 21 years he won't be on the mavericks he'll always be a part of that organization but he's not going to be 
on that roster come opening day next year, um, which is going to be really, really weird. I think it'll be a little bit easier for Mavs fans to for that than it was for Lakers when Kobe left. Kobe left and the, the Lakers won like 20 games. At least the, the Mavs have the, the prospects of Luka and Kristaps um, being able to play together. Um, we already have our, our, our future set up nicely. Um, but yeah, it was just an amazing night and for Dirk to have stayed with the Mavs throughout all these years, taken pay cuts, um, even during the years where they weren't playoff contenders, forget championship contenders, there were years where they knew that they weren't going to make the playoffs and they still chose, Dirk still chose the Mavericks every time. Um, I remember Kobe and, uh, Kobe's final all-star game in 2016, he was talking about Dirk and he mentioned that during free agency one year, um, I th- uh, he at- called up Dirk and said, hey, I know this is a long shot, but if you're looking to come to L.A., we got a spot for you. And Dirk was like, no, I'm, I can't. Dallas is my home. If I'm not here playing basketball, I don't want to be playing basketball anywhere. So that loyalty, I mean, that's a record that I don't think will ever be beaten, the 21 years with one team. Um, I, I just can't. I think that'll be something that stands forever. I think Kobe and Dirk were sort of the last to be cut from that cloth, um, you know, D-Way spent a lot of his career in Miami, but then he went to Chicago and Cleveland for a while. Um, Udonis Haslam in Miami has spent a lot of his career there, but he'll, he'll be retiring soon, I'm sure. Um, you know, Westbrook, I think, will be loyal to OKC for a very long time, if not his whole career. Um it, but it, man, it's gonna be. It's not even just the loyalty that's gonna be hard. It's that combination of loyalty, but also being good enough to be in the, the NBA for 21 years. I mean, um, it wasn't just a uh, an honorary spot that Dirk had on that roster. He was still a good player. He could still. I mean, his mobility certainly has gone down, and his injuries caught up with him. But he could still shoot the ball, um, and was. I mean, you couldn't leave Dirk open still, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, even at 40 years old, you couldn't leave him open or he's going to make you pay for it and he's going to knock down the jumper. So just an outstanding career for Dirk. Um, I don't even want to touch too much on this season. I'm planning on doing sort of a season review next week uh, for Victory Ave, but I wanted this episode to just be all about Dirk um, and what he was able to accomplish his his title run. In 2011, his ability to bounce back from his loss in 2006, his MVP season, um, all the point milestones that he had—the you know all-time leader in Mavs history, 30,000 passing Wilt, um, he the 53-point um, performance I believe was his career high, um, that and one game-winning layup against San Antonio in Game Seven in the playoffs. Um, all the game winners, I believe 14 buzzer beaters he had. Um, and all the fun that it was to just have him be a part of you. I mean, he was the perfect franchise player. He never found himself in any controversy. Um, always handled himself with class and dignity and represented the, the name on the front of the jersey just as much as the name on the back. Um, the fun that he had, he was a funny guy. I mean, Dirk is a goofy, <laughs> goofy dude. Um, 
And he embraced it and owned it and was just unapologetically himself and was just um, an amazing person. And as a Mavericks fan, um, always going to be grateful that I got to live during um, our franchise's best player's career and got to see him win a title um, and really succeed like no other player in Mavs history has before and very few in NBA history have before. I think that there's been a lot of debate the past couple of days of who had the better legacy or career, D. Wade or Paul Pierce. And um, I lean towards D. Wade um, over Paul Pierce. Um, but I think that since Dirk hasn't announced his retirement until last night, he hasn't really been in the national news as much um, as D. Wade has these last couple of weeks. But Shoot, I think D, um, Dirk has had a better career uh, than Dwayne Wade. Obviously, titles, D. Wade's got the three, Dirk has the one. They're one and one against each other. Um, but when you look at his career and his legacy, Dirk changed the game, he was a champion. 30,000, over 30,000 points all time. One team for 21 years. Dwayne Wade is going to be one of the top three or five shooting guards of all time. Dirk Nowitzki, probably going to be, I'd say, a top two. I think Tim Duncan, you might have to give the nod to over Dirk. But Dirk's legacy is going to last, is, is more impactful. I think he's made more, I think Dirk has made more of an impact on the NBA than Dwayne Wade. And that's no disrespect to Dwayne Wade. He had an absolutely amazing career and inspired a whole bunch of players. I think Donovan Mitchell is a perfect example. He's cut from that same cloth. Um, obviously, his role in the Miami Heat's big three um, in creating the super team, um, although, shoot, that might be an argument for Paul Pierce that <laughs> Boston sort of did it before Miami did, although... The free agency vibe to it is something that Miami started. Um, but I think Dirk starting the stretch forward trend and prioritizing threes and bigs being able to face up and score from anywhere um, is now, it's not just you can see players who mimic Dirk. It's that you have to mimic Dirk now at that position. You know, like you have to be able to shoot at that position now. I mean, shoot, Brooke Lopez, perfect example. Never before did he have to shoot threes. And now eventually, because of what Dirk has been able to do and how he sort of pushed the game outside, um, along with others. I mean, a lot of players have contributed to this move to the outside game, but Dirk was the first big to do it and the best to do it. And now Brooke Lopez is out there shooting threes every night, <laughs> you know? Um, and so Dirk, is um, his legacy is going to go on forever. Um, he'll always be remembered as... Um, Retiring as the greatest European basketball player ever, um, the greatest Maverick ever, one of the best, I'd say the second best power forward of all time, and I mean, I think you have to put him top 15, if not top 10. He'd probably go in my top 10, but I could understand an argument having him um, top 15 instead all-time players of all-time in NBA history. So hats off to Dirk. 
uh, for an absolutely wonderful career. I want to hear from you guys, um, either on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, your favorite memories of Dirk. You know, what are you going to remember when I, when I say Dirk Nowitzki, what comes to mind? What memory, um, story, or just adjective comes to mind when you think of Dirk Nowitzki? Let me hear it. Um, be sure to tune in next week on Tuesday for another episode of Victory Ave. We'll be doing a season review. Um, maybe even a little bit of, I'll be talking about the draft a little bit. I've got some, while it's not certain that we're going to have a first round pick this year, I got some ideas as to who the Mavs should take if Zion is not available, if the Mavs don't get the number one pick, who they, what that big board should look like in the draft room. So we'll be going over that next week as well. Be sure to tune in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, be sure to listen to all the other wonderful podcasts that we have on the My Team, My Voice Sports um, Podcasting Network. A lot of great stuff going on. And thank you for listening. Until next time, we're going to play out here with another couple sound bites from last night's uh, phenomenal and very emotional tribute to future Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki. And at forward in his 21st season. of the last five since that knee bump in the game with Miami involving Derrick Jones Jr. And a pin set by Powell, and you better believe it. That's how it started, a dirt jump shot. I thought it was dirt, got shoot every time. Dirt, shoot it, man. It's a three, and it's in there. And just like Skin said a moment ago, the thing barely moved the net. Games, 23 wins, 17 losses for the Mavs. Operating down low, this will be the fifth shot for Dirk. It's only two defenders, and it is good. Devin and Dirk. Double team comes to Dirk. Who will be the first one besides Dirk to shoot? Not going to happen right now. Right <laughs> Here's a three pointer. Yes, sir. Dirk hit it. Oh, yes. Dirk, a dunk. A dunk. A dunk. Oh, jam. That's nice. Dirty hanging on the rim. <laughs> Pocket pass, free throw line, Jay! Two more, he's got 26! For Dallas, and a chance for Dirk to shine here at the end. Mouse in the house, and the trap closes. As you guys might expect, uh, this was my last home game. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying my yoga breathing, but it's not really working that well. But uh, this is obviously super, super emotional. Um, there's just too many people to really thank. 
obviously Mark and the whole and, and coach and old Mavs organization for for not to, only tonight, uh, for the entire 21 years, for all the fans that have supported me. Uh, uh, I've I put you guys on a hell of a ride with, uh, with, with a lot of ups and downs, and you guys always stuck with me and supported me, so I appreciate it. And uh, of course, thanks to uh, my teammates who uh, supported me, and, and uh, I know it's been a, a rough year for me physically, but the guys were always great and try to support me. And, I've had so many amazing, I probably had around 200 teammates over my 21 years, and they were all great and supported me and pushed me, and uh, so I'm, I'm really appreciative. It's too many to, to really name, but uh, I'm really appreciative of, of the guys that I played with. And, uh, of course, th thanks to the Phoenix Suns for staying out here and, and letting me have a few baskets tonight. I appreciate it. <laughs> Even though Jamal stole my show a little bit today, I'm a little mad at that. But, no, no. Anyway, so I want to thank my family. A lot of people flew in from all over the world. There are lots of them from, from Germany. My dad's here, my sister. Uh, all sorts of people. So, and uh, anyways, uh, I'm really speechless for that. Uh, but Mark, I think you want to say a few words, but it's been an amazing ride. And thank you guys so much for coming out.